Welcome to the Tantra and Yoga podcast. These podcasts are recorded live at Anuttara Ashram with Artemis and Bhairav in the Nishka Nation of Northern BC, Canada. They bring clarity to some of the fundamental questions by spiritual seekers along the path of awakening. Did you have any big lessons that came through while you were writing your book? It was hard. It was really hard. I think uh, in some ways for myself it put into... It was a wonderful reflection on how much we've learned over the years. Mm -hmm. Like The reason it was hard was because we had so much to say and the publishers wanted us to say it in a condensed and easy way. When we read that we had 50 words to explain a chakra, we were just like, how is that possible? <laughs> because for, especially for us, in so many parts of Tantra, Tantra is this wonderful, rich tradition that is simultaneously very simple and very complex. And it's wildly misunderstood misrepresented and abused mm -hmm. and so it was really important for us because if you want an easy to read book on tantra it's usually neo-tantra so a new form of tantra that's usually very focused on sexuality pleasure and the senses which isn't wrong but it's not authentic or traditional tantra and so to have the opportunity to write a very easy to read book on Tantra. Um, I don't know, it, it almost felt like we have so much to say and we just had to keep condensing it down. Um, so it was a wonderful reflection to see how much we knew um, and a good challenge. Mm -hmm. the, the thing with Tantra is that there's, there's these two things. There's either Neo-Tantra, which talks all about sex and and pleasure and all of this, or the other side of things are any book on Tantra that's taken seriously, it's so scholarly that you can't even read the thing. Like it's just so, like you have to learn an, entire, an entirely new language. You need to learn Sanskrit. And Sanskrit's like such a difficult language as well. So, so to try to bring an introductory book that wasn't scholarly and to also be uh, a, kind of a re uh, an easy reference for people as well was was challenging very challenging so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah we it was really important that we honored the tradition mm -hmm. um, which was quite complex because as I was explaining earlier um, Tantra, there's like this umbrella of Tantra, but then we also find it in Hinduism, we find it in Buddhism, we find it in Jainism, and so then we're speaking about just Hinduism, and then even more within Hinduism, it breaks off into many different traditions and paths and, and understandings, and so we ha we, it, to try to be as truthful and honest and authentic as we could and honoring the tradition while also understanding that even though this is what we're saying, it's not true in this tradition one hairline over. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, those traditions like Tantra, 
in some of the some of the traditions, it involves yoga. It's merged with um, the Samkhya philosophy of yoga. Um, so then, it's not quite tantra anymore. It's tantric yoga, the philosophy of tantra yoga. So then, yeah, it's it's. And this is what happens in living traditions as well. They they merge and they 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 move with what what people need. So. So that was another challenge. Is like, do we talk about tantra as it's existing today, or do we talk about tantra as it existed a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, five hundred years ago? Um, so lessons learned, I guess, that there's many more books that could be written. <laughs> I've just overheard you guys say, like, the publishers wanted us to do this, like, this and this and this, and it's, like, you know, like, writing a book one day, it's kind of in my mind, mm-hmm. and I just was kind of shocked by how many rules and, like, mm. things, like, what was this process like of working with a publisher? <laughs> yeah, they're in charge. I don't think you get to say much until you're an established author. Um, it was a excellent opportunity. Unless you want to self-publish, but then sure. it doesn't get the the viewership, you know, mm-hmm. or accessibility. Or accessibility. Yeah. Then, is there different standards for if you're writing a a fiction than, like, say, Harry Potter? Because <laughs> um, she just wrote hers like on train, and right, like it feels like she probably wasn't told that her story has to be certain ways. Yes. I I get the sense from these publishers not really. Like that it's for them it's like this is how the book is written and either you're going to ri- write it or we're going to give it to somebody else to write. Um really the format of this book in a sense existed before we did. The all they what they knew was that they wanted to write a book on traditional tantra and they wanted it to be an easy digestible book and then somehow well not really somehow it's a long story but a friend told them about us and that's how that we got kind of invited into a project that existed before us even though this was something we'd wanted to write for a long time it was already there I think JK Rowling is a very exceptional story we don't hear that very often for authors that their book is just picked up and loved and a sensation um, no like the, you are at the mercy of the publishing company yeah and so it, you at least speaking to some friends who work in that field it sounds it's our understanding that once you have one book published now you have a bit more weight where you can say no I want my book written this way or that way but all along the way, we had to be making compromises with them. Yeah. If you found this podcast helpful, be sure to follow and turn on notifications to be the first to know when new episodes are released. To embody philosophy through practice, join our Sangha membership to access a wide range of Tantra and Yoga classes and community. Hari Om.